0: Helena Hutchins was a Los Angeles-based union cinematographer who graduated from AFI in 2015 and has since established a track record of successful narrative features. Helena was selected as one of America's cinematographers' rising stars of 2019, as well as cinematographer for the 21st Century DP Lab in 2018.
1: Originally from Ukraine, Helena grew up on a Soviet military base in the Arctic Circle, surrounded by reindeer and nuclear submarines. She held a graduate degree in international journalism from Kiev National University in Ukraine, and previously worked as an investigative journalist with British documentary productions in Europe.
0: On Thursday, October 21st, 2021, Helena Hutchins was killed on the set of her new film, Rust, while the lead actor was rehearsing a scene that involved the actor pointing a revolver in the direction of the camera lens. The film's director, Joel Souza, was also injured and has since recovered.
1: Helena was only 42 years old.
0: And today is Saturday, October 30th, 2021. This is the Producers Happy Hour. I'm Lawrence Lewis in Los Angeles.
1: And I'm Sister Christian from New York City, but currently I am in L.A. And Helena Hutchins, her family, her friends, and crew... Are all in our thoughts today. We were quiet last week for obvious reasons, but a lot has transpired since then.
0: Yes, and we want to hear from you. So please join the conversation at producershappyhourgroup.com or email us at at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, your feelings, your uh, anything you want to say about everything that's been happening in production in the world lately. And we'll talk more about this later in the show, but I want to get this email up front as well. Standwithproduction at gmail.com. There's a lot of production folks, producers and production managers and production coordinators who are chatting right now about how to make our working conditions a little bit better. And uh, if you want to get involved, email them at standwithproduction at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, I mean, or if you want like, to make your quality of life a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, our working conditions are one thing, but I think that it very much, this is, a, this is a quality of life movement as much as it's a labor movement.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which we've been talking about for weeks on this show.
1: For fucking ever. For fucking ever. <laughs>
0: there is... You know, it's, I mean, we, we want to we pay homage to Helena and her family and, and give that the, the weight and time that it deserves. But at the same time, this is a labor story. This is yes. a symptom of this bigger problem that we've all been talking about for a long time on the show and off of the show and before the show. This isn't just a random set accident.
1: No, no. This is about not wanting to, uh, it's about slimming down departments, not having enough personnel to handle the workload. It's about hiring people who may not be seasoned professionals in key positions. Assumptions on my part are made because the movie cuts money quarters. Yep. Mm-hmm. and hired people who asked for more and i've also seen interviews from people who had interviewed for the armory position turned it down because they could not have enough help
0: oh, or, really? or
1: not being paid their rate so yes i mean it's not just my speculation I'm absolutely yes that is true
0: yeah the details are, just keep getting uglier and uglier and paints oh, a a a, a a terrible picture that i i honestly i can't even keep up just because We've all been no. on set with a mm-hmm. gun, mm-hmm. and we know how that mm-hmm. process works. Mm-hmm. There's no way possible if anybody was following one ounce of that protocol would if this have happened, so no
1: live rounds to start yeah, I, I mean like it it just I know it sounds so logical
0: I know um,
1: yeah, okay. so Lawrence, how yes. are you doing?
0: i'm okay um
1: are you are you drinking something today
0: i'm I'm not. It's Saturday morning. I enjoyed some wine time with friends uh last night. So I'm nursing myself with a a lovely cup oh. of green tea, your favorite.
1: <laughs> Tastes like dirt. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm having a shot of something called vitality. Ooh. <laughs> Which feels just like turmeric because tonight oh, nice. I am attending a Halloween party. Yes. So I feel like if I start now, I'll be asleep. For <laughs> you won't make it. You won't make it till I mean, uh, yeah, till the guests arrive. I, I don't think I can make it till 7. We'll see. Without <laughs> drinking. We'll see. This um, week has been extra, extra, you know, like hours. So, yeah. It's just, <sighs> and I, I feel like I say that every week, but here we are.
0: But here we are because it's true. And that's mm-hmm. a big topic about the show. Not alone. Notwithstanding the Helena Hutchins story, but uh, also the production story that's happening. So, obviously, we missed recording. <laughs> I do want to tell this story. This is the second time we've recorded this episode. Because I came over.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, to my place in L.A. <laughs> and uh-huh. we, we, we got real excited because it was our first time recording together since... The shutdown. Yeah, like being in the same room and actually splitting a microphone, <laughs> And <laughs> popping our peas yeah. on each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but of course, I mean, due to some we technical, had, we had our drinks ready. We had we everything. Had everything. <laughs> it was
0: and it went really well. It was a really good live episode.
1: I mean, it was the best show we it ever feels recorded. Our editor yeah. wouldn't
0: have had I to know. do a thing; just put it out there because it was so good. But then, of course, nope. due to some technical yep. error. Mostly on my part, it didn't record. It didn't the record finger thing. So here we are right. on a Saturday morning, <laughs> re-recording this episode. So apologies if you missed us on Thursday. You know we're doing our best, guys. We're doing our best, people. Uh, this is this is all yes. this is all we can do. Yes, yes, yes. How are you doing? It, uh, I didn't even answer your question. It was a rough um, week, but how are you? I know you've been crazy busy. You've got personal stuff well, going yeah, on and well, and everything.
1: Holy shit. Like it just like yesterday, I think I texted you and and I, I, I feel like it's the 18th time in the last two months I've texted you. I don't know how much more I can Yeah. Take.
0: Uh-huh. And I
1: realize that I just keep, I can, I can obviously take more. Oof. So because I have been, you know, I'm okay. It, it just, uh, I'm wondering out there how y'all feel about, I mean, I just don't see an end. No. I mean this is not an in, like this feels like an endless cycle. This is not, you yep. know, an ebb and flow situation. And I know that we are um boundaries. And I know we keep saying it, but I'm now setting them for other people. I got a text this morning at 7:30 about something and I was like I immediately was like thank you very much for reaching out and I mm-hmm. understand that you would like this answer now. However, I would like to enjoy some time off. And I I do not have, I mean, I know that that answer was probably a lot longer than it would have been <laughs> to actually answer the question, but I don't give a shit. And here's why. I don't want to reward that mm-hmm. behavior with the answer anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm setting boundaries for other people as well. These aren't just my own boundaries because it was somebody who I work with and who works under me. And I'm just like, you have to enjoy your time too because we don't have any.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so please stop thinking about this, and I'm not answering it. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's Saturday at 7.30 in the goddamn morning. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Right. So I think it's becoming increasingly more important for us to – set those boundaries and just make sure that we are protecting ourselves from being Mm -hmm. overworked and underpaid and underappreciated.
0: Yeah. Because at some point, if you allow yourself to get that way, you're not contributing. You're not working. we've said this before, you're not working at your best. You're not doing as much as you would be able to if you weren't in this overworked environment or in a situation where you have no time to yourself
1: that was what the last two days worth of meetings have been about is quality of work you mm-hmm. know and quality of creative and also moving out of being reactionary
0: mm-hmm.
1: and into planning
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because
1: prep on jobs should be planned that's our planning process it is but what feels like we we have no time all we're doing is reacting to requests
0: yeah yeah
1: on every job that's all we're doing yeah and we're obviously we're doing all the things like the moment we start, you know it's like calling fifteen keys in a department, not just one because nobody's available. It's like all of that prep work, but in addition to that, you're reacting to all the requests because there's no time, yes, so that's what I you know like I know that that's segments into <laughs> into what our discussion is today. But it it's also very true, like the reactionary nature of what how jobs have been that are just becoming more and more like every job that I, I started to set that with clients in the last two days of like, you knew you, you knew this, this particular show's last season was airing mm-hmm, on this date. Mm-hmm. So you knew you wanted to promote it. So why are you so calling why are we us waiting a week till? in advance to do it? Yeah. <laughs> like you fucking knew all of this stuff. And so we have to, you know, I, I feel like that's something else. Because they can find somebody who will do it in a, in a week, it means that they they ask. Yeah, They ask because it, it's possible. It's and we've possible. made it possible because and we've we're an efficient yes. group of people. Yes. Exactly. And so you know? we have to get together and stop saying yes. For our own safety and livelihood.
0: Exactly. Before we go further down this road. Yes. The one more thing I want to say about Helena. And uh, this is baby steps. I get it. But there is a petition out there to ban the use of real firearms on film production sets.
1: It's literally the least we can do. It's
0: Literally the least we could do
1: literally the least.
0: So I'm going to put that link in the show notes and just to give some context this accident happened on set last Thursday. Prior to that th- last Thursday, a couple of weeks prior to it, there is a production team in New York City that wrapped a job, turned in the job and made a statement by including all of their production overtime hours on their time cards. For those of you who don't know, us production folks, we don't get paid overtime, even on set yeah, days.
1: Because, uh, because if, if I may, Jane Nunez <laughs> <laughs> at AICP, okay, hold on. Because the AICP deemed us exempt because of one word in the labor law that says creative Mm -hmm. I'm happy to include that post on this, but basically around 2008, I don't know if if y'all are old enough to remember, in 2008, we started writing exempt on our time cards when we were coordinators and PMs, and that was because… The AICP said that legally, production coordinators and production managers, supervisors, are exempt from getting overtime because of this particular labor law. Yeah, that labor law is subjective and can be fought. But for years, the AICP has fought against us receiving it. So please go on. I shall <laughs> a little history
0: for y'all. A little background. This is all important context because you know we're talking to people nowadays that don't even know how PHBP got set up. So, oh yeah, yeah. So this history is important and. What what happened on Rust, what IA has been fighting for, and what happened with this production team in New York City, it, it all is correl- it all correlates with each other. So this team turned in the time cards with their OT hours, and they've this was not an mm-hmm. offense to, to the production company. It was to create a stir and saying, you know, we've worked at this company for years. We turn in thousands of jobs under budget, tens of thousands of dollars under budget. You know, big job. Our total OT for the entire production department came out to $11,000.
1: And in the scheme of things, that's a drop in the bucket. In the the scheme of
0: things, that is a drop in the bucket.
1: Considering that the majority of these companies bid thirty four to thirty eight percent PNW across the board. Yeah. And that's something that they save because this time of year, non union P and W is around twenty percent. So there's fourteen so that fourteen percent I would wager would pay at least half of that overtime. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, bravo to that team. And then the Sunday before this accident, and this is all in the tale of Ayatollah coming to terms with the AICP or AMPTP and making a deal, Hollywood ending, break out the cigars, according to Matt Loeb. And then on Sunday, this same production team, <laughs> dripping with sarcasm, uh, the same production team wa- <laughs> <laughs> walked off a job, walked off a film shoot, a commercial shoot. Just to say... On
1: a Sunday morning, it sounds yeah, like, Yeah, right? just to
0: say, hey, we can't do this anymore. This is unsustainable. The goals are unachievable. The asks are incessant. The working hours are inhumane. So the, the team walked off the job, risking their further employment with that company and any other company. I'm so company. proud of them. It's, it's, quite, it's really brave, and that word gets it's used... very
1: inspiring.
0: That word gets used too much. Inspiring is a great way of describing it because... um. The only way we're going to make a change in the way we work, the way we're treated, the expectations, is to cause a problem. So they caused a problem for that ad agency, they caused a problem for that production company, and people are talking about it.
1: As they should be. This is an ebb and flow situation. But I feel like we're drowning in the the wave of labor right yeah. now. And it's just it's been building since last summer when we mm-hmm. <sighs> When we thought that there would no. be some humanity brought back into um, working and some kindness and maybe like, remember when there was talk about like extending prep time so we weren't like, so we wouldn't get sick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> How quickly it changed in a, I mean, it was literally, we were out of work for three or four months starting back July and coming back now or depending on who you were and in your life at that point, when you started back to work Mm -hmm. now people have choices about jobs. It's not just about taking anything that comes along, but everything that comes along is horrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I know. I Mm -hmm. just had a, a a, a A
1: fantastic job. (laughs) (laughs) That's some dripping. That's
0: yeah. (laughs) Dripping again. Uh, no, I just had an, an offer and I was like, Oh, You know, and it's like we can't remember how bad it was last time every time because I'm like, oh, that's a nice sizable job. Maybe I should take that and close out my – and I'm saying, yeah, exactly. What are you doing? I know. It's this ingrained problem in my head. And it's like Mm -hmm. my friend took a job and he was like, yeah, I did the same thing. I took this nice big fatty job. And then I four days in, I'm like, oh, my God. What did I do? Mm -mm. This is a nightmare. Mm -mm. But also – that same friend said that they've been hearing ep's on calls be very um delicate with production teams right now thanking them and saying we know this is a lot we know how much this is, work this is so thank you so you know and it's like the ep's are talking they know what's coming and so everybody what 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 we're
1: well i'd like to remind everybody that um when the the original strike happened yeah. in la and you know there were uh, people walking, picketing MJZ, and yeah. when the when those inspiring PMs and producers and PAs and coordinators were doing that, that got us PHBP. Yep, all it got us was PHBP. And I would like to again remind people that PHBP only covers about twenty five hundred people, and that includes who's on staff.
0: Hmm. Yep.
1: So just know. That if you do commercials at maybe 180 different companies and you happen to do 100 days or Mm -hmm. $30,000, then you qualify. If you do anything like network promos, content, Mm -hmm. webisodes, music videos… Any of anything commercials that aren't at AICP companies, if you work for agency in house agency production studios, if you do any, if you work for a mom and pop shop, if you work for post houses, if mm-hmm. you do anything else besides commercials for, a, for those large companies, you do not get health care exactly. So the PHBP was so, I mean, that's all we got from the last picketing.
0: That's all we got.
1: That's all we got.
0: And it so does all touch the other everybody. shit that we're
1: talking about now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: the air, like six and seven days. And <laughs> oh like my God. Time and all of that shit that we were trying to get back then, too. We said, okay, to just health care for 10 to 20% of us.
0: And you know, now, Christian, I don't know if you do, it's not 30 grand anymore. It, they tiered it. So 30 grand barely gets you the HMO. You have to. I think no. Have, I don't know because yeah, I haven't. You don't have, I lost
1: it in twenty fourteen. You have to get over because of a lapse. Yeah. In uh-huh. uh, anyway, I, that's a story for a different day.
0: You have to get over. I think it's seventy five grand a year to get the PPO plan that was originally given to us. Anyways, look, we've gone through this, and Christian, you you had something really wise to say when we recorded this the first time, so I'm trying to get us there, but you know. We've attempted.
1: I'm very wise.
0: We've attempted. <laughs> my, my, wise,
1: my wisery is amazing. There's been to.
0: attempts for production people to unionize in the past that have failed. There's a momentum right now. Yes. There is a labor movement right now. Again, email standupforproduction at gmail.com if you want to know more. I don't know if unionizing is the right move. I don't know if making a guild's the right move. But at least where everybody's talking about this mm-hmm. shared trauma of Mm -hmm. called production, that we are now identifying as being unsustainable and unachievable. And there's some kind of momentum happening amongst the community to do something about it. Yes. And...
1: And by nature, our positions are isolating. We often do not have two producers on a job, two PMs on a job. We're all—it's one job has one position per category, right? Yeah. So unless we have you know big New York City famous production parties, <laughs> or the like, the community is isolated in and of itself by the nature of what we do. So community has been hard to build to begin with, but that is where the foundation of this will only grow and become a large movement is when we all connect and we realize that we're all having the same experiences. We're all having to beg for scraps. We're having to ask the people who work for us to do more and more because the time is shorter and we're exhausted. I spoke to somebody yesterday, a good friend who is not taking more than one or two day shoots mm. as a producer that's a theme but unless i talk to 10 people and get that theme from them yeah. we don't know that's what's going on and so what part of this movement is happening in these town halls i think there's one in a in about half an hour half that an hour. we're going to attend these are these are places for us to go and say that we're done yeah I'm done. I'm done're done, Lawrence. yeah the, everybody I've spoken to are done, but it's if they're not talking to each other, how do we know that we're done?
0: <laughs> Wh- when this,
1: this is this is important?
0: The production team that walked out of the job and and um we, we were sharing their story with permission, by the way. They have asked to remain yes. anonymous. seeing the email from the team that was circulated to explain what they did and why they did.
1: Yeah, it's fucking awesome.
0: Carried so much weight because I know you Mm -hmm. and I have talked about how hard it is. And I know Mm -hmm. I've talked about it with my other friend. And I know I've talked about it with my other friend. It amounts to maybe, you know, five people that I'm like, wow, how has, has this job become what it is? How has this job become so hard? That's not a lot of people. So then I'm sitting here at my little house thinking, gosh, maybe I'm just aging out. Maybe I'm just no longer a good (gasps) producer. No (gasps) longer. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe I'm just not cut out for this anymore. Maybe it's time to figure out something else. And then all of a sudden to be on a town hall on Zoom, because there was one last week, if anybody was on it or missed it, to hear 200 other people talking and agreeing and nodding their heads about producer PTSD or having anxiety or not able to work the way that we used to work because it is or all or becoming. feeling like
1: you're going to puke and puke and poop at the same time exactly all day long all day
0: long yeah and i'm just
1: like i've i, I have i have told clients re- within the past week to say great this text has been sent from the bathroom because i'm simultaneously vomiting and puking are you sure that this is what you want yeah and they and good clients they, they understand the candor and but actually honestly that's how i've begun speaking to people because i don't i i don't know how else to Get it through that what they're asking is ridiculous, and so I, I think ridiculous answers have started to enter my vocabulary. If you know,
0: <laughs> and I mean that—that's what has to happen.
1: Well, if you're only fighting for yourself, then you can only do for yourself, exactly. But the powerful part about what's happening is is that you can have a voice, even if it's not your voice. Somebody can speak for you. You can have. You can be a part of this process by just knowing about it. Exactly. And supporting and getting information. So, we really do encourage you to go to the email and just sign up. up
0: Standupforproduction at gmail.com. Been a challenging couple of weeks. (laughs) Not going to lie.
1: I know. And I, I do have to say that I've been part of three separate committees over the years trying to create a community for us. Yeah. This time feels different for me because it's not secret. Yeah. I mean, I've never understood why fair treatment of employees and fair working conditions should be secret. But mm-hmm. I do understand that I'm quite different from a lot of people with I'm I was never and still not afraid of being blacklisted. Right. That's my own arrogance and my own pride, I'm sure, is some of it, <laughs> but I'm not afraid of that. So I can, so I very strongly feel that I can be a voice for those who are afraid of that. And right. I understand that fear. Totally. And that is a valid thing, too, that we need to talk about. If you're afraid of that, then you do not have to be public. Right. We will speak for you, though and i just think that this time because it's not and it's i think that this needs to be multi-generational i think that it needs to be multicultural i think that it it should not be secret i think it should be out in the open and that we should be explaining Mm -hmm. (laughs) to each other what we want and that should be trickling out to everyone because Mm -hmm. if it is in the open it will happen if it's 10 people behind a closed door, it will not.
0: Yeah. You you, you said it all? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say I? to that. <laughs> <laughs> except,
1: for, except for right on, sis.
0: Right on, sis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: It really is inspiring to hear people talk, and it really makes you feel so much less alone. And to listen to these people talking, these production town halls, and to hear someone say, uh, just like you said, I'm okay with being blacklisted because I can't continue working this way, so if nothing changes and I'm blacklisted, that's okay because I can't take another job this way if i if I'm blacklisted and I'm ins- helped to inspire some kind of change, then great it, it's worth it because I can't continue in this fashion, and I think that's kind of no. a a big difference now between the few times that in the past that we've attempted to do this unionize or organize or ask for something better hopefully that yeah the, we
1: should not be on an island no. you know just negotiating our own you know sanity for our own teams and that's it yeah the humanity that we were begging for last summer never came uh-uh. so unless we make that for ourselves it's we're we're not going to get it
0: in the name and of Helena Hutchins and all that have died from terrible working conditions in the past Hopefully we can, we can make some changes that yeah. make our jobs safer and
1: yeah, more I would, accomplishable. I, mean, like, I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, it's for all of you who have fallen asleep on your way home from a job. Oh my gosh. I mean, if we if we were only fighting for that alone, that would be enough. <laughs> yeah. And that's not it. That's not, that's not it. And I would beg to wager 80% of us have fallen asleep on the way home or the way to a job. Absolutely. So. um,
0: StanwithProduction at gmail.com. Reach (laughs) out. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but excited. (laughs) I know. Same here.
1: Producer's Happy Hour was created with the help of Christopher Daniels, who is a branding and design specialist, and he created our logo and branding.
0: And Kyle Puccia is a music composer for commercials, film and TV, and he created our show music.
1: This episode was edited by Eric Beals. Thanks for listening, and we might be back next week. We'll see.
0: Send <laughs> us your voice recordings. Your, Surprise. Send us your voice recordings or your emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com.
1: Lawrence, how do people get you if they want you?
0: In two ways. Voice of lawrence.com for my voice over work or uh lewis.com for producing how about you sister
1: sisterchristianproduces.com uh yeah hit us up that's it see ya see ya <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it
0: nailed it